silly little rip teeth. Can't you even let me enjoy the moment? The moment's over. That's right, everyone. This is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And the moment is over. The game is done. We now need to move on to the Carolina Panthers. We could talk everything we want in reference to the big win on Sunday, but you know what? It's one win. It's over. It's time to move on. It's time to look at the next opponent and kind of go from there. And now everyone's going to say, oh, Tim, you're being so negative again. You were doing such positive things. Now you're so negative. I want to read you a quote. And I want you to read you, I want to read you a quote, and it's a very short quote, but it's a quote that I find very apropos. And it's a quote that I'm wondering if people can understand where this quote, I'm wondering if people can guess where this quote came from. And it's a very simple quote. The simple quote just says, it's just one game. Who could have said that? I don't, I don't know who could have said that. Oh, I know who said it. You know who said it? Your head coach, Brian Dable. He understands that it's just one game, that the Giants just played one game. They have 16 more to go. It's a big win. It's a fun win. It's a great win. But in Brian Dable's mind, it was just one game. And you know what? I I I said it before. I liked the Dable signing. I I wasn't sure about it because of the fact that you know what you 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 have to wonder again if he is a product of Josh Allen because every place else he's either not had success or gotten fired. But I like and I but I said the one thing I truly like about him is the fact that he speak and there's always coaches speak. And you know what? You have to respect that. But he's been fairly honest since the moment that he has been here in New York. He has been fairly honest. He's been fairly straightforward in saying that this is going to be a process. You know, we we may not, you know, we may not have the pieces in place right now that we are going to have to learn to walk before we can, uh, excuse me, learn to crawl before we can walk and learn, learn to walk before we can run. And he understands he is the hero at the moment. But he also understands that it's just one game. And you know what? The moment Crash Davis said it best. The moment is over. It is time to move on. And it's time to look ahead to the Carolina Panthers. And I am more than happy to. We're going to extol the virtue of the big win today at the 4, 30, 4 o'clock stream. I'm sorry. Uh, 4 o'clock p.m. stream today with the Dahmer. Dahmer calling all the way in from the UK as always to give us his his perspective, his insight, everything that he can talk about. But listen to your head coach. It's just one game. Just one game. And I'm going to put that on a T-shirt and wear it on Sunday. If you don't know, we're going to be at the game on Sunday. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be live streaming from the parking lot for I think about 1030 to 12. Uh, we're going to be in the Verizon right next to the Verizon entrance in the red lot. Um, I'll give, I'll give out some more details when we get a little closer to, you know, to that point in time. But I, I, like I said, I, I have to love Dable now. I, like I said, I, my love affair for Dable, my man crush on Dable, maybe, you know, maybe taking that, that, that turn. We'll see after the next couple of weeks that could potentially take that turn into to some, to some seriousness. Will there be a ring involved? Super Bowl ring? I hope, but not the other ring. 
Uh, you know, I want to talk about Pro Football Focus because, you know, you, ha- you have to talk about Pro Football Focus. Pro Football Focus came out with the giant rankings. And I love it because of the fact that you you look at some of their rankings and sometimes you got to laugh. Sometimes you got to cry because it's like, OK, what the hell are they talking about? Uh, some of the highest rankings that they had for the New York football giants, which I thought was funny. The highest ranking went to O'Shane Zimenez, who led the entire team with 86.0. Next in was Dexter Lawrence at 79.1, then followed up by Aaron Robinson at 30, uh, 73.4, and Adore Jackson at 71, and Leonard Williams at 71.2. They seems to be, there was a lot of guys on this list that did not do a lot. But don't worry. <laughs> there, are some of the, there are some of the highest ranked players. Andrew Todd, I mean, excuse me, Saquon Barkley, only at 74.8. <laughs> really? 74.8 after his game, he's at 74.8. And, but, and, but it's crazy. Then you look at the fact that, um, that you look at some of the lowest ranked defensive players. You got Tay Crowder at 29.0 and Austin Kleecho at 28.9. Everyone wants to talk about the, the Tay Crowder big hit, and that's fine. But you have to look at it in its totality because you know what? A highlight hit does not mean you had a good game. First of all, he did not hit Derrick Henry head on. He didn't. Watch the fit, watch the tape. He hit him from the side. Henry didn't even see him. Then Henry came out into the second half and even said that he was running too straight up. He wasn't leaning for it. He was running too high. He changed his running style in the second half and gained over 5.5 yards to carry in the second half. We also see the tend to forget there was about 40 yards and penalties that Henry lost. Tay, Tay gave up the big touchdown. Tay gave up some serious yardage and coverage. Same with uh, same with the role buddy Austin Calitro. And like I said, I I've said this a million times before. Yes, I picked the G- people are like well, you. You were so mean to the Giants all week. Well, no, I picked them to win. I was just pointing out the facts. And the facts are our receiving our wide receivers. See, matter wide receivers. Our running. Our def- I can't even talk today. Our defensive backs matched up well against the wide receivers because of the fact they really have no one in Tennessee. Robert Wood, bunch of rookies. Austin Hooper. And I said, this is going to be one of the few matchups that we actually have not an advantage, but a push. But I want people to look at the totality of Tay Crowder's game and be honest. When you have seven tackles, only four are solo and you're the middle linebacker and you gave up tons of chunks of yards and you were burned badly in coverage multiple times. That's not a good game, guys. You can, you can extol the virtue of the hit, but can we kind of be, can we kind of be honest about his play? I mean, just can we just can we just be honest? <laughs> I mean, is, is that so is that so difficult? No, it's not. Um, wanna talk about Kadarius Tony and Brian Dable. And again, another thing that he basically came out and said, and I and I find this um I find this interesting because he was asked about the usage of Kadarius Tony. He says Kadarius Tony is working his way back. They uh, there are the plays. We had more than just seven plays for him, but they weren't called. And we'll all see what happens this week. We'll see what happens this week. The guys that were out there, we have confidence in. This is what I've talked about before. The team does not have confidence in Kadarius Tony. This is a second regime that does not have confidence in Kadarius Tony. We have confidence. But then he comes out and says, we have confidence in Kadarius. After I just said we have confidence in the guys that are out there. I think, again, I've mentioned this a couple weeks ago. Our wide range positions, it's a competitive situation, and they'll be evaluated on a week-to-week basis. Okay, so you can't come out in one moment and say, 
you have confidence on the guys in the field, but you, you don't, you don't really, you play Kadarius Tony in seven plays, but then you come out and say, well, we don't really, you know, they basically say, well, we, we have confidence in these guys. And then kind of saying you don't have confidence in Kadarius, but then back it up a second later and say, well, we got confidence in Kadarius. And I understand that because again, like I said, you are playing the, you are playing the odds. You are, you are, you are doing the coaches speak, which is, which is fine. But like I said, I, I do think I, someone on the stream, and I can't remember who it was, told me that someone on social media or YouTube or something said they didn't put Kadarius Tony out there because they didn't want to, they didn't want Kadarius Tony to look bad. And I, and I felt bad and I wasn't, and I wasn't, uh, I wasn't bashing the guy that said it because he was quoting somebody else. I don't remember who it was, but I, I said that that was the dumbest thing I ever heard. You don't put him out there because you don't want him to look bad. You don't put him out there. Because of the fact that you don't have confidence in him. He doesn't either know the playbooks or he only knows a handful of the plays. You don't put him out there. They will put a, an NFL coach, and I've seen it firsthand, will put out a ham sandwich onto the field with zero practice time if they think they can make the tackle. It's not that they don't want to make Katerius look bad or put him in a bad situation and look bad. No, they just don't have confidence in the guy. And this is the second regime right now. And you kind of start thinking where there's smoke, there's fire in reference to the scuttlebutt about the Giants potentially looking to move on from because they never denied that they may be looking to move from on from Kadarius Tony. They never denied that. So that's, that's, it's just interesting. Interesting again, plus the fact he never played in preseason. He missed more than half of the practices. And you put him in while he, you know, he had two, two nice runs at a drop. He actually had David Sills wide open. When he went around for the, you know, looking at that play, you know, trying to throw the pass, but we're not going to, we're not going to talk about that. But when you have more confidence in the likes of Richie James, the five, eight, Richie James, Wandale Robinson, Sterling Shepard coming off an Achilles. When you have more talent, when you have more confidence in them than you do for your first round pick from two years ago, I'm, and that's a telling sign. And I'm not going to, I'm not sitting here and going to tell you that the giants are, are not going to use Kadarius Tony. I'm not sitting here telling you that Kadarius Tony is not going to be not going to be the guy. I'm not, t- I'm not telling you that I'm, j- I'm just telling you, I just find it interesting. They talk about not having confidence. They talk about having not having confidence in the guys that they have on the field. And then saying in the same sense, well, we also have confidence Kadarius Tony, but you didn't play him. <laughs> You didn't play him. You thought so highly. I mean, you thought that he could put you in a better position to win that you just did not play him. Uh, after losing Max Garcia to the Arizona Cardinals a week ago, the Giants filled that practice squad st- spot. They signed uh, Casey McDermott. Uh, Casey, I, you know, it's funny. I actually remember Casey from Jackson. Uh, yeah, he was signed with Jacksonville originally. Uh, he was an undrafted free agent out of Miami back in, uh, I think, 2008. He spent four years with the Jags. Uh, he was part of the cuts in, he was part of the last cuts. He was, I think it was uh, in August. He appeared in 16 games with one start. Uh, most of his, uh, most of his snaps have come on special teams though. He is, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a filler guy. He's a guy that hopefully we don't need to use. Um, he mainly played at right guard and 46. I love it because they have snap there and 46 career snaps. Uh, McDermott only allowed one pressure on one quarterback hit. And was called for one penalty, which was declined, earning a pro football focus 66.3 overall grade with a 77.2 pass protection grade from pro football focus. I love it because out of 46 snaps, <laughs> out, of 46, out of 46 snaps, he's got a 77.2 passer protector rating. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, this is, this is why we call them pro football jokers. 
because they they are uh, they are a serious joke. <laughs> they are ser- they are seriously they are a seriously a joke. But like I said, I have to give all the credit in the world to to Brian Dave. Like you got to give all the credit in the world to the game planning. I laugh because a lot of people talk about the. Um, the game planning and how simplistic it was and how it was basically keep the, if you could keep the ball away from Titans and run Saquon Barkley and, and do the little things that that you know make you that that were going to help us towards the win and I even said it during the stream I would take a page out of the Seattle book Seattle went from two go on three years now and do exactly that and that's pretty much what they did but you know what their offense wasn't much different than one with Jason Garrett <laughs> so. The only difference was Saquon Barkley is running like the Saquon Barkley of yore. So I do, I do find, I do find that interesting. But you know what? Big shout out and big props to Brian Dable. My my man crush on Dable is growing. I, I don't want to. I don't want this to. I don't want this to get strange. But my man crush is growing for Brian Dable. He gets. He gets an. He, not if he doesn't win. If he doesn't win next week or this week coming up, my and as long as they play hard and as long as they look competitive and as long as they do all the little things and start showing progress, my mind crush will even grow more. <laughs> but you know what? Like the Dable says, it's one game. And that's what you have to love about Brian Dable. It's one game. And even though it's just one game, the the Goal for the season should be and should always still be the long-term success of this organization and the long-term growth of this organization. We're going to get into Daniel Jones, I think, on Wednesday. We may talk about Daniel Jones a little bit on the stream. Like I said, if you don't know, we're having the stream today at 4 p.m. with the Dom. We're talking about the big one, talking about the Carolina Panthers. We're also going to be at the Carolina home opener. We're going to be live streaming for the parking lot from 1030 to probably about 12. I haven't decided exactly yet. If you are there, we're going to be in the red lot next to the Verizon entrance. I'll give out more details. We might have the online big blue tent set up. I haven't decided that yet, but we'll figure it out. We'll be with the venerable James Williams, who's it will be his birthday. So if you're in the parking lot and you want to be on the show live, come on and stop by. And again, this is Tim of the Online Big Blue. We'll bring you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you like, if you subscribe, if you can ring that bell, you know what that means. That'd be awesome.